This program is designed to provide general information with regards to the subject matters covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, sponsors, or station are engaged in rendering any specific and personal, medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. You should seek the services of competent professionals before applying or trying any suggested ideas. beloved immortal beings and good looking people and remember you're good looking because you're always looking for and finding the good barry shore here and this is the joy of living which is the reason you tuned in because you know that this show the joy of living on k4hd.com internet radio that's k for night the number four h for happiness d for determination you know that this show exists for only one reason and that reason is you y o u or e w e but it's all about you the only reason i'm here speaking and living, and breathing, and doing, swimming, walking sometimes, and being able to communicate is for you. That's right. So we welcome you. We welcome people from all over the world. Thank God at the moment there are more than 253,732 people listening into the show, which is really quite remarkable because when you think about it, This is radio, but it's not just radio. It's something on the internet. And the internet is transforming lives everywhere. 97.3% of all people living on planet Earth at this moment have access to the internet within five miles of where they live. And I'm talking about some of the most rural parts of the world, almost inaccessible by anything, and sometimes often, I'm sorry, not just sometimes, often, unfortunately, with very difficult conditions of not pure drinking water, not clean water to bathe in, not sufficient food, but there is internet service. And the genius and the beauty of internet connectivity is that the creativity of the human spirit can be brought to bear upon these places that are barren at the moment, but will blossom because there will be an interaction of people. People who care, who want to help, who want to create and build a better world. And we know that that can happen when you're living with and through joy. People often ask me, Mr. Shore, How are you doing? I answer them back. I'm doing so well that if you put it in a bottle and sniff it, you'd be happy for a year. Wow, they say. I want some of that. And I said, freely given, as we're doing right now on our show. Freely given. You are now the beneficiaries of seven decades of my life on this earth. My surviving a 
head-on automobile collision at the age of 24. Let me see. Yes, 72. At the age of 24, when I was almost pronounced dead at the scene, and people were, my uh, then-girlfriend was told to uh, please call my parents and say, if you want to see your son again alive, you better come now. And they were a four-hour drive away, and they did. And thank God, not only did I make it through, but I flourished for the next 30 years. And then overnight, standing up in the morning, hale and hearty and healthy, and in the evening, through a very rare disease, was rendered totally paralyzed from my neck down. All that can move was my mouth, which is moving now, but is connected to my heart and my mind. And therefore, you are gaining the benefit of four P's that have enabled me to continue to live and to go mad. And you remember what go mad means, to go make a difference. Those four P's, of course, are purpose, prayer, perseverance, and patience. And again, for the hundreds of thousands of people listening, and you've been listening, thank God, for a a long time, more than a year plus now, You know these, but there are always tens of thousands of new people coming on who haven't heard this before. So welcome. Here's what we'd like to do. Three quick things. We're going to say hello to two different cities in different parts of the world where we see we have lots of listeners uh, on. And we're also going to be dealing with things called acronyms. Acronyms are the first letter of a series of words or take a word and take that and use those letters to create a new idea. That is called reframing. And this is a book that I'm composing at the moment, which will be out, God willing, on May thir- by May 31st. It's called Reframing, The Art of Living. And you are able to participate and be involved with this because I'm going to ask people that are listening to do two things. One, give me five. Now, everybody on this show either knows or should know that you can hear this show anytime you want by going to iHeartRadio, that's the letter I, H-E-A-R-T, iHeartRadio.com, and in the search section, put in the Joy of Living podcast. That's us. And then do the following. Give me five. Give me five. Share this with five people that are close to you. They can be five people in your family, friends, and even people that are not friends, especially actually people that are not friends, people you think that you either don't like or that don't like you. Why? Because when you share the joy of living, you build a bridge, a bridge that's based in harmony, happiness, honesty, and love. And when that happens, you are now creating a new world. If you want to dispel darkness and evil from the world, then the best thing is to set yourself right, (laughs) to lessen the darkness and the incorrect behavior and thoughts in us. And the most important are thoughts. So by gimme five, what you're doing is you're going to bring us over the million mark, which is an important number in the world to get to a tipping point. 
And you're going to build a bridge with people that you care about and that you really, at the moment, think you don't, but you want to. And that helps change the world. I'm not talking about making things a little better. I'm talking about changing the world. That's what make a difference is. Go mad. Go mad. Go mad. Make a difference. Change the world. So big shout out to two different cities in the world. Uh, <laughs> this is great because uh, I just mentioned the other day, the, there's a place in America called the Twin Cities. Nobody or very few people use the actual names of these two cities that are on either side of a river and are now one city because of the nature of growth and time, et cetera, et cetera. And it's in the United States of America, it's an older city in the sense that it's more than a hundred years since its founding. But there's another city that's very similar to it that was at one time two is now one. And in a setting that is hundreds and hundreds, maybe even a thousand years plus old. And so we have people, we have tens, oh wow, maybe even a hundred people in one of these places and more than a hundred in the other one that are saying hello and waving. And these two cities are, drum roll, fanfare, here we go. St. Paul, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Now that's a mouthful, isn't it? You got on one, you got a river on either side. One bank has a city called St. Paul that was founded again more than a hundred plus years ago. On the other side of the river is a city called Minneapolis, and they were rivals for a long time until bridges were built. You hear this? Bridges were built, and the realization that these two seemingly disparate groups really make one large city and it's a pulsating city and it's a good city and it's a powerful city and it brings about benefit for the state called minnesota now those of us who don't live in minnesota call it mini so cold mini so cold because especially in the winter which is now it is so cold i mean cold 10 15 20 degrees below zero that's without a wind chill factor it's so cold in Minneapolis, and sorry, in Minnesota, but in Minneapolis specifically, because we're talking about a city that's almost a million people, that most every building, if not all buildings that are more than 10 stories, have been built in such a way that there is a bridge, a glass-enclosed bridge connecting these two buildings. So you might have a tower that's 15 stories, a tower that's 20 stories, a tower that's 40, a tower that's 50. And th throughout the downtown, you could literally go drive in or take public transport and get out of a place, walk, maybe not even have to walk outside these days. I'm not sure, but last time I visited, you had to go outside a little bit and go into a building. And from there, go up to the floor that has a bridge and go from building to building to building without ever having to go outside. Now, when it's freezing cold out, I mean cold to the point where it hurts, that's a blessing. So talk about integrating people into an environment that really brings about the better angels in ourselves. So that's Minneapolis, St. Paul, in a place that's very cold. I mean, it is so cold that if you don't have a hat on, I remember this growing up, 
for me, this is the most painful. Your ears, your ears start getting frostbite. Now, it doesn't go to frostbite, but they get so cold that they hurt. And when you walk into, from outside, and you walk into a building that's heated, it literally hurts pain when they get warmed up. And I'm especially sensitive to it because, as I told you, I had been paralyzed and now my entire immune system is compromised. So for me, if I'm not having big, thick gloves and mittens on, and I live in Southern California where it hit 39 degrees in the morning the other day, brisk, but that's not cold. Uh, So that's one place. So now you have one city which is called the Twin Cities because nobody goes around saying, or most people do not say St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's too much of a mouthful. So it's called the Twin Cities. Everybody knows where it is. There's another Twin Cities, but it has a shorter name for both cities, so we call it by one name. And that place is in a country called Hungary. Not Hungary, but Hungary. Ungar is the root. Hungary. And the name of the city, ancient, beautiful, cobblestoned, is called Budapest. Budapest. There were two cities. One was called Buda, B-U-D-A. Now, that is not Buddha referring to a, um, a god-like character in the, uh, what do you call it, the literature and the religions of billion people throughout the planet, mostly from Asia, but it's uh, from the language Buddha. And then the other city was called Pest, P-E-S-T. Now, it sounds funny in English because a pest is a bug and a pesky bug and not something that we really like a lot. But um, it doesn't mean that in the native tongue, Hungarian, which in itself, by the way, is a very unusual language. And it comes from the Mongolians who literally made it all the way to that area, all the way from Mongolia, which if you can imagine is the far, farthest most western part, I'm sorry, eastern part of Asia, of the largest continent in the world, and all the way across Asia, conquering, changing, challenging any group or army or empire that got in its way were the armies of Kublai Khan and Genghis Khan. They made it all the way into the area in Eastern Europe that is now called Hungary. And that language is derived from the ancient Ungar Mongolian. But Budapest were two different cities separated by, separated by a river. And they were rivals for many hundreds of years until sufficient bridges were built that enabled traffic to go between the two places and unify them and become one. That's what happens when you build bridges with people, especially people who you either think don't like you or that you don't like, especially when you think Remember, thoughts are the most important element in the human condition. Thoughts are so much more powerful than any other part of your being. When you think incorrectly that they, in quotation marks, the ubiquitous they are a certain way or have a certain outlook. And when you find that the human condition is universal, 
everybody really wants the same things. Food, shelter, clothing, and the ability to live in harmony, in peace, and generate love. So Budapest is a great city today, but it's a twin city. So here we have hundreds of people waving to us from Budapest and from the twin cities, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Minnesota. By the way, I have a lot of um, questions up on the board, almost the same, dozens and dozens. And it's basically this, this kind of question. Why would any place have internet but not clean water? What a wonderful question. And I think that's going to lead me into a discussion of something that I want to discuss, obviously, a discussion, a discussion and an idea that I want to bring forward to you. This great, really beautiful audience that has a lot to do with my well-being, and I thank you for that. And again, I'm going to ask a favor, which is contact me when, when you can at my website. The website is Barry shore.com b as in beautiful a r r y s as in stupendous h as in happy o r e barry shore.com send me an email or some other way of communicating with me when you hear we're going to ask you when we start talking about acronyms and such give me some ideas of what you would use for certain acronyms well which will show you give you an example in just a, a few moments but i value your participation because the mind expands when it's with others and we are able to create and i'll tell you what create means in just a moment so here's the issue of why would a place have internet but not clean water first of all it pains me to even say that one of the reasons is because in today's world it is actually far easier to deliver an internet signal or capability via satellite or some other mechanism than it is to clean up water. Delivering potable water, potable means the ability to drink it literally from turning on a faucet, which is what we do in first world countries and in most of second world countries. But in third world countries or countries that are struggling to emerge from third world to second world, cleaning water for human consumption, animal consumption, for bathing, that is not infested and that is readily pumped in and available is one of the great engineering feats of the past 200 years. And I dare say that it is totally due to the ability of people to create beneficial situations through the mechanism of free markets, which are usually called capitalism, but the ability to engage in free markets and competition will enable the bringing of, in this case, communication, and hopefully, the ability to bring clean water to everybody on the planet. So let's take a look at something. There's a great nation out there that everybody, in my humble opinion, should be a member of and is a member of when you recognize it. That nation is called imagination. 
Imagination is the greatest nation on earth. And it's right next to another great nation called fascination. When you are fascinated with life, with joy, with happiness, with, self, with serving, not with selfishness, but with service, when your fascination grows, in addition to your imagination, now you have two great nations that are inhabited by beings that care about looking good. Remember what looking good means? You're always looking for and finding the good. And therefore, you are going to be members of another great nation. These three great nations will make sure that everybody on the planet has clothing, has food, and has shelter. Maybe minimal, but everybody will have it. What's that other great nation? Determination. We are determined through fascination and imagination to bring about a renaissance, a, a world where everybody not only has access to the internet and therefore information, information, but we will use that information to bring about food, shelter, clothing. When I say food, it means food to eat and water to drink. And by doing so, we have to know that there are certain places that we want to avoid. We want to travel to and be involved with imagination, fascination, determination. We want to avoid if we do, we avoid these places. Resignation. We are not resigned to the fact that not everybody, that there are a billion people on this planet of 7.296 billion people. The billion people, thank God, that's far less than it was even 50 years ago, far fewer. But still a billion people don't have ready access to clean drinking water. We're not resigned to that. We do not live in resignation. We do not live in indignation. We do not point fingers and say, well, it's their problem. It's because of them. They need to do something. There is no them, they. It's us. And you can change it all. You can avoid resignation. You can avoid indignation. Matter of fact, you can make sure those nations don't even exist anymore. When your imagination and fascination and determination with your thoughts as the lead, your thoughts become real. Your thoughts are what make the world better. Your thoughts alone can feed, house, and clothe thousands and thousands of people. Avoid resignation, flee from indignation, let them shrivel up, and we want to live in a nation of imagination, fascination, and determination. So I have a number of questions up here asking me about these different words that I'm speaking about. So I want to uh, tell everybody, first of all, we're listening to what? The Joy of Living on K4HD.com, and you, whenever you can, go to iHeartRadio.com. 
facebook.com and do a search for the joy of living and share it with at least five people. At least. You want to do 10? You want to do 20, 50? Please. We want to get over the million mark because that's a tipping point in the ability for our imagination, fascination, determination through our thoughts to change things. So your humble host does use, I have to warn you, F-U words. Matter of fact, there's a four-letter F-U word that I tend to use often. And I use it because it makes a difference to everybody. And that F-U word is fun. F-U-N-N. Fun. <laughs> well, you say, wait a minute, Mr. Shore. That's not how you spell fun. Well, that's how I do it. F-U, capital N, capital N. Fun. So if you're not having fun while you're living, then you're not really living. So let's take a look at what's going on here. We're going to take some acronyms now. The most famous and the most easy to understand is WWW. Because you're on the internet now, so you think, well, that's what most, WWW stands for something on the internet. But of the 253,000 plus people listening, at least half of you know, because you've been listening for a long time, and most of you will know, now you all will know, that WWW, in the world of reframing, which is the art of living, WWW stands for, what a wonderful world. With the tip of the hat, of course, to Wonderful Satchmo for singing and making famous worldwide that great song. What a wonderful world. And what a, W-H-A-T-A. -A. That's a word. What a wonderful world. When you begin to think like this and speak like this and act that way, then you're creating that world. Now take a look at the word create, C-R-E-A-T-E. -E. What does create mean? It means to build something innovative and new, beneficial. Look at the iPhone and all the ideas of a smartphone. Create is an acronym and it stands for causing rethinking Enabling all to excel. Causing rethinking. Enabling all to excel. When everyone is excelling and utilizing all the tools that the good Lord has given us, everybody begins to excel and you stimulate your imagination and your fascination, your determination, we create the new world. The world that you want to live in where everybody has access to not only the internet, but clean, potable water. We can do it. And you can do it with your thoughts alone. I'll show you how in just a moment. Wow, isn't that an amazing idea? Wouldn't you say, wow, isn't that what you say when you hear something that really moves you? What does wow stand for? It's also an acronym, part of reframing the art of living. Wow stands for words of wisdom.
When you hear words that touch your very being, that stimulate you, that cause the very atoms of your soul to vibrate, that's a wow. And because of that, you can change the world. The world. It's here in your thoughts. Thoughts are things. The thought sphere that you inhabit at the moment is circumscribed in a certain way. But the thought sphere that you can inhabit has no limit. You can expand. You are the Lord of your thoughts. You determine what you think about and therefore what you be and are. When you think thoughts that are limiting or dark or filled with indignation, then you are contracting. When you think thoughts that are bright and beautiful and bountiful, you are expanding. And the key, live your heart. Live your heart. What does heart stand for? Heart stands for helping everyone achieve right truth. Right truth. Well, you say, wait a minute, what's right truth? Isn't it all relative? Well, it's all relative in the sense that we're all joined together. Therefore, we're all related to one another. That's the only relative part. There is one truth. That truth is total reliance upon the hidden. So what you can't see, but you know exists. Some call that God. Whatever name you want to use, but the, the force in the world that enables people to do more than just get up, eat, digest, and release. When you live your life dedicated to purpose, with prayer, perseverance, and patience, then you are living with your heart and you are creating the world that does provide for everyone. You, you, yes, you, you do this. Not only can you, meaning you're able, but I dare say you want to. Who doesn't want to be of benefit in life? That's our friend Bob, be of benefit. Our mom deals in the miracle of mindfulness. And your father, we call him Pop, the power of purpose. When you are involved with the miracle of mindfulness and you have the power of purpose, then you are being of benefit and you are transforming this planet. And then, of course, <laughs> you're having fun. F you, everybody. F-U-N-N. Have fun. And when you're having fun, naturally you're smiling. Now, smile in my humble opinion, is one of the greatest 
most powerful, pleasant items, tools, muscles that everybody has and can use to great effect. And here's what SMILE stands for, in my humble opinion. Seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. That's what a smile is. Smile. <laughs> Have fun. F you. Yeah. Big F you. Because it's a wild world, isn't it? Now, here's what I asked you before. Remember, you're listening to K4HD.com. You can find this, and I urge you to listen to it again and share it with at least five people, at least five people, on iHeartRadio.com. Search for the Joy of Living podcast and share, 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 share. Go to Barry Shore website, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E.com, BarryShore.com. And uh, send me an email. And give me some other ways of looking at these words, like smile, create, heart, truth. I'm going to give you a couple more in just a moment. But here's an example. Literally just got this in three days ago. Smile. A friend of mine sent me this. He said, sending my internal love everywhere. <laughs> sending my internal love everywhere then I got another one I think it was yeah yesterday from another person I don't know never met the person from another country hopefully the country of uh, fascination and imagination it was very similar but different sending my intentional life everywhere this person was talking about purpose, sending my intentional life everywhere. Another one, this one from about a month ago, smile, it stands for four different or five different ideas. Song, movement, imagination. How's that? I happen to like that one. Well, I like them all, but song. Movement, yeah. Imagination, that's one of our great places to live, right? Laughter <laughs> and energy. Now, there was somebody who sent me one of these very similar, just a couple of uh, changes. Again, they hadn't seen this one. And it was sound, movement, imagination, love, and energy. So play with smile. Play with www. Play with wow. Play with create. Play with heart. Play with truth. Let me hear what you have to say. I would love it. And we'll, of course, give you a big shout out on the site. Send it out to tens and tens of thousands of people. And, and um, while you're on the site, of course, you can download my newest book, which is called uh, The Magic of Everyday Giving for free. Yes, F-R-E-E. -E. You can order Keep Smiling cards, which I may have a few minutes to talk about before we close out. But everybody should know about the Keep Smiling cards because they make a difference in the world. Keep Smiling cards. Yes, you heard it from me several times, okay? Here's another one. It's the word kind. Isn't kind a great word? So 
we have a card on the Keep Smiling uh, website, which is called thedailysmile.com. And if you don't remember that, just go to barryshore.com and you'll scroll down, you'll explore, and you can click on the Keep Smiling movement, thedailysmile.com, and you can find uh, this great card there. The card reads something like the following. Not even something like the following. I think I'll even may have one or two that I can actually bring out and tell you exactly what it says, reads, because um, I think it's important. And it reads the following. Everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. That's the front of the card. On the other side of the card, it reads, be kind, always. Be kind, K-I-N-D, capital letters, and underneath that, always. Everyone you meet, everyone, I mean everyone. Yes, that person who's worth $125 million, and yes, that person who is beautiful and bountiful and beloved, everybody has an issue. Everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, always. You say, wait a minute, well, you, Mr. Shore, you seem like you're absolutely perfect. Well, perfect is an interesting word, but when I'm sitting and I'm talking with people and nobody met me before and sitting there, look, you would never know that I can't sit up from the chair and I have to have a special way of walking. I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Beside the point, doesn't matter, right? Be kind. What does kind stand for? Keep inspiring noble deeds. Yes, keep inspiring noble deeds. Because when you're kind, that's what happens. It literally creates a flow. You be the flow. Got it? Oh, I'd love to hear from people about F-L-O-W and see if you can give me a great acronym insight into the flow. Kind. Keep inspiring noble deeds. So I saw one recently that I want to talk to you about because I find it just so interesting and, and um, fascinating. Remember, fascination is one of our great places to live. A friend of mine, actually I wouldn't call him a friend, there's a person I know, um, but he, I'd like to be a closer friend, but person I know, he was speaking to a group of people and he was speaking on the theme of now. Be here now. Now, he didn't say those words. Those are very interesting words, by the way, because it's the title of one of the great books of the past 50 years. Be here now, written by an interesting, fascinating, imaginative being named Baba Ram Das, B-A-B-A-R-A-M Das, D-A-A-S, who was born Richard Alpert, who was a professor at Harvard University and initially a partner with Timothy Leary in experimenting with LSD. But he went on a journey into the spiritual aspects of life and he became a remarkable teacher, and he wrote a book called Be Here Now, which is the essence of living, understanding the moment. Be here now. So my acquaintance was speaking to a group of people, and he mentioned the following. 
there is no tomorrow. There's no tomorrow when it comes to happiness. I'll be happy tomorrow. There's no tomorrow when it comes to love. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll take care of loving somebody tomorrow. There's no there's no tomorrow when it comes to appreciating somebody. Oh yeah, I'll tell them how much I appreciate them tomorrow. There's no tomorrow when it comes to your children, to your parents, to friends, to neighbors, to yourself, to yourself. Selfishness is not about self only or first. Selfishness is about understanding that there is you, but you live for service. A servant is the greatest expositor of truth in the world and beauty and love and peace and kindness kindness keep inspiring noble deeds so there is no tomorrow he was speaking about be here now and i realized there is no tomorrow is a word the word is tint now tint means to uh, slightly color something that's what you do when you want to tint windows you want to tint speech unfortunately and tint of course leads to because that's there is no tomorrow Hint. When you have a hint of something, you understand happiness is not tomorrow, which of course makes you understand something about lint. Lint is usually something that you don't like on your clothing. But lint means love is not tomorrow. And then there's a word, pint, but we don't pronounce it P-I-N-T as pint. We pronounce it pint. But pint stands for Peace is not tomorrow. Happiness is not tomorrow. Love is not tomorrow. Pint, peace is not tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is now. Not just today. There is now. Be here now. There is no tomorrow. Hear these amazing insights when you have a hook on a word and you can begin to internalize them and use them because they now flow much easier. Wow! Words of wisdom. F-U, everybody. Fun. F-U-N-N. You can say F-U to people now with a big smile on your face. And you know that smile means, at least for me, and some other ways we're going to hear because we got hundreds of thousands of people out there and I really want to hear what you have to say and be creative. Smile, seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. It's so wonderful. It's the most beautiful way to live. Matter of fact, in my humble opinion, it's the only way to live. Because what is life after all? Life is a series of moments. And those moments are rooted in love. And if they are, then you're living well. Because life itself is an acronym. Life stands for living, that's the L-I, for eternity. Yes, we may be here in our physical being for mere decades, 
but we are really here for eternity. Our essence is eternal. When I open the show, I say, hello, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings. You are immortal. Think on that. Here's an analogy that I use. I've had the great privilege and honor to have begun a number of companies and sold a few, made a lot of money. Some of them didn't work out as well, but that's okay. That's, that's the beauty and the genius of life and trying. But when you begin a company and it has a mission and a goal, you create also an exit strategy. If you're going to have people investing in your business, your company, everybody wants to know what is the exit strategy. I'm putting money in. I want it to grow. I like it. I like the idea. I like what it stands for, but I want a return on my investment and I want to know how you're going to, what you think is going to happen. Do you see an exit? What is your exit strategy? That exists for business. So here's the real question for everybody listening. 250 plus thousand people, tens of thousands of people are going to download this podcast God willing, you're going to share it with at least five people. So we're going to have more than a million people listening to this question. What is your exit strategy for your life? Okay, your life is not a business per se, but you have investors. Everybody that you come in contact with, especially family, especially those unique beings you call friends. And friends, as a dear friend of mine told me when we were just teenagers, when you can count your friends on your thumbs, you're doing well. That's a close friend. Lots of people can have acquaintances. In today's world of online sites, people can have thousands of friends, in quotation marks, but only human interaction Shared experiences, common values can create true friendship. So with family, with friends, they are investors in your life. Now you are the major shareholder. You are the major investor. What do you do with your time, with your energy, with your thoughts? And remember, your thoughts are the most powerful, potent, positive, purposeful part of you. It's your thoughts that place you somewhere in the world, geographically, spiritually, purposefully. It doesn't matter if you are in very cold Minnesota or in Budapest, or in outer Mongolia, or on the beach of Southern California. Doesn't matter where you are. It's what you think about that determines who you are and what you're doing for the world. You can feed, clothe, and shelter a thousand people every single day. 
if you will put your thoughts to that. If you, in the first 180 seconds of your life, devote your every waking day, the first three minutes, the first 180 seconds, to this, verbalize it, visualize it, emotionalize it, that you are bringing to bear abundance, bounty, and channeling goodness for 1,000 people and clothing them, feeding them, and sheltering them. You are bringing about the writing of the world because you're going to write yourself. Your thoughts make a difference. You make a difference. You are the future and the goal of this world. And you can go forth, live the blessing, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Speak with you again soon. Look forward to hearing from you. Best wishes. Bye now.